What up? Hello. Welcome to Real Nerd Hours. This is the Kobe edition, Latter-day Kobe edition, episode number 24. Ha ha. This is a podcast ostensibly about nerd stuff. Yeah, only ostensibly. We we talk about all sorts of things. We talk about video games, mostly anime, technology, hip hop, culture. Yeah. I would say we're closer to a culture podcast than anything. Yeah, that sounds right. We're we're in we're a reflection of our time. There you go. We're we we were raised by the internet and by humans, I suppose. Some may call us millennials. I don't agree with that. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm an old soul. Maybe I was born in the wrong time. Ugh. I fucking hate when people say some shit like that. Well, being being colored kind of gives that a different context. Right? <laughs> Man, I, I wish like this I was, was the 50s. I was born in the wrong century, you know? I, uh, I wanted to meet the big bopper. Yeah. The, well, yeah. not no. when, when you're black and you're time traveling. That's... <laughs> The, it it really only got good in the last what thirty years, forty years maybe. Yeah, and that depends on where you are. Like, yeah, yeah. if you're going, you know, twenty years back in South Africa, you're still getting some. Mm. <laughs> yep, there's you, no good era in South Africa. Not not for black people. No, no. You can go to certain places like way back, and you'll be all right. You know, it's you know, we was kings and all that. <laughs> Oh, damn. Being white would be popping if you're a time traveler. Oh, yeah. You go just about anywhere, just about any time. You're good. Yeah. Yep. And especially if you speak with non-regional diction. Yeah. If you don't have an accent from anywhere. Oh, my (laughs) God. You're set. You're set. Oh, man. Think of the possibilities. Jeez. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Well... You can follow the show on Twitter at XRealNerdHours. You can join us on the subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash realnerdhours. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. You can help support the show by dumping some money into the Patreon at patreon.com slash realnerdhours. If anyone has a shovel of cash that can just go straight into their computer and into our pockets, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. But you know, you know. Only, only, only if you want to support the art. Yeah, if you want to support us, f- feel free. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to say, hey, wait, 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 wait. You shouldn't be paying for any of this. Come on, man. You got yeah, bills be- to pay. Yeah. <laughs> so do we. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. We're going to start out atypically. I don't think you watched any anime, did you? Only more Jungle White demo. Holly, not you good. What? The same shit we were talking about last week that Nikki and I have been watching. Oh, jeez. I didn't even understand what you were saying. It was like you were speaking Japanese. Yes. <laughs> it's all Japanese to me. <laughs> I didn't watch any anime either. All right. It, you, it was a good week. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> saved myself. Did you Did you watch any movies? Well, I showed Nikki not another teen movie yesterday. That's interesting. Yeah, she had never watched it. I don't remember why I was thinking about it, but I was like, oh, she's never seen this. We're not doing anything right now. This is, sure, we'll just put this on. Okay, what'd you think? You know, I don't think I got an opinion out of her. (laughs) (laughs) She laughed, so... It It would have been more relevant when it came out. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. But one thing that's kind of funny about that movie is that they make a lot, like... That movie came out in the early 2000s. I don't remember exactly when, but 
a lot of the references they made were to 80s movies anyway oh yeah so yeah. a lot of that stuff kind of sticks around regardless yeah and the classics yeah. say anything breakfast club yeah um there's like she's all that and yeah a bunch of stuff like that that's legit yeah that movie i don't know it's it's really dumb but there's some surprisingly clever jokes in there kind of like what 21 jump street did though i'd say 21 jump street pulled it off a little bit better i still i still enjoy that movie yeah, 21 Jump Street is pretty good. Yeah. 22 Jump Street, not as good, but it's still pretty good. Also good, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I didn't watch any movies either. All right, sweet. I wanted to go see The Mummy. Oh, yeah. I saw some reviews on that. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Uh, they weren't they weren't glowing. No. I can say that, that much. That's, that's to say the least. Shout outs to all those movie companies out there trying to start their own franchises and universes yeah. and shit. That's so stupid. I had no idea that that was what Universal was doing. Yep. I had no clue. And, like, I get the idea, but to make them all, like, linked in, you know, Marvel fashion, DC fashion, like, that's really strange. We need a franchise. If you're unfamiliar, the the Mummy remake or reboot was kicking off the... Dark, dark universe yeah dark cinematic universe that universal is doing i forget exactly not, not dark cinematic oh, because it's, dc that's right that's yeah, right it's just the dark universe <laughs> the dark universe universal universe <laughs> god it's so dumb <laughs> yeah it's like they're taking all of their old monster ips so like frankenstein bride of frankenstein swamp thing the mummy the invisible man i think that's it maybe like a wolfman Probably. Maybe the Wolfman. Uh, maybe the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, yeah. Which I called Swamp Thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like all of those monsters basically giving them, putting them into the universal version of the Marvel Universe. That's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's, what a terrible idea. I, I have no problem with them making more of those movies. Like, if they made another Creature of the Black Lagoon movie that was its own thing, I would think that was amusing. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't be rushing out to the theater to see it, but it's like, okay, that's that's kind of a cool idea. But, nah, nah, not with this whole gimmick yeah. attached to it. Yeah, and then... Spoilers for The Mummy. Apparently, Russell Crowe is Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. And it's like, what? So he's going to get his own movie at some point? Maybe. I don't know. I I think I'm still going to go see it anyway. All right. I fuck with Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise, he rarely does movies that are bad for him to play in. Oh, as in he selects the right roles for himself. Yeah, he has a pretty specific range, and he plays that range well and those are the roles he chooses yeah yeah so i mean i i that's not discrediting him in any way like if you have your niche and you're good at it why not stay in there and not fail exactly and all those movies not all of them but a lot of those movies are good anyway yeah except jack reacher 2 was terrible it happens (laughs) god that movie was fucking stupid they couldn't pick one of the other ones, one of the better Jack Reacher books to make into a movie. Oh, they just chose one of the bad plots. Yeah, it was a uh, Jack Reacher has a fake daughter or something or a real <laughs> daughter. Who knows? All right, whatever. Yeah, it was fucking stupid. But in in more positive news, E3 is going on this week. Oh, yes. You fucking hype about anything coming out of E3? Well, 
So today's Tuesday, which mm-hmm. meant today was the Nintendo conference, and then they've already done all the um, the press releases yesterday. Mm-hmm. So the things that I've seen that look cool, obviously I watched the Marvel Infinite trailer. I've played the demo. I'll have more on that later where I'll give my opinions. But the Monster Hunter world, that looks cool. It's coming out on PC too. So I'm fucking with it. Yeah. Uh, there's the Super Mario everything. <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey mm-hmm. seems really interesting. I didn't actually watch a lot. I didn't watch that section of their stuff today. So I didn't actually get to see a lot of the content, but it looks interesting from the bits that I caught out of it. The Kirby game looks cool. Yeah, I fuck with Kirby. Like, yeah, I we haven't. What was the, there was another Kirby game on the Wii? Epic Yarn. No, there was another one after that. That was more like a traditional Kirby game that seemed cool. I forget the name of it, but this one is another traditional Kirby game. They're not doing any gimmicks with it, except you got four people at it simultaneously, mm-hmm. and you got combined abilities, which is dope. Yeah, the only the only one that like really pushed the combined abilities was Crystal Shards, and that was single player, effectively. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, for N sixty four. Yeah, I remember that. I had that. That yeah, was one of my faves. It was. It's a cool game, but like, it's very easy. Oh man, it's mad <laughs> easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Um. What else? What else? Oh, the Dragon Ball Fighter also looks really fucking cool. And there's all these comparisons of you got Marvel Infinite and you got Dragon Ball Fighters. They to me they both look cool gameplay wise, but Marvel Infinite graphics wise just ain't cutting it. And then Dragon Ball looks cool as shit. Yeah, Dragon Ball <laughs> definitely looks cool. Like Marvel, I don't know why people are beefing over the character designs. I don't get it. They look bad. They they. I don't mind the designs. They the modeling itself is just off. Like I don't know. Mm. Is it, it Uncanny Valley where they look too close to actual people? No, it's just like you can look at their character portraits and like the official art of the models, and it looks like Dante is you know slightly wall-eyed and staring <laughs> off into the distance. <laughs> Chris is missing like half of his cheek and it's like come on guys like I know they took a different art direction for Marvel 3 but Marvel 3 looked better in my opinion but I also think people are taking that a little bit too seriously like okay so the character models look crappy is the gameplay cool yeah okay shut up I'm gonna play it anyway that's fair that's fair uh, you got anything else? I think that's it for me for E3. There's some sequels announced that seem cool, but I haven't played Beyond Good and Evil. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll run through. I'll run through my lists real quick. All right, what you got? So, Cuphead finally has a release date, September 29th. All right, I'm gonna be. This is what happens when I get excited for things. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be seriously disappointed if this game sucks. It looks cool. I mean, it just looks like a boss rush game, so there's probably not a whole lot to it. But I mean, I'm I'm excited to play it. Sure. Anthem, the multiplayer only Destiny kind of clone thing. Yes. Looks cool. Yes. I fuck with that. 
And I mean, so what if it's multiplayer only? It doesn't really matter. I play games on PC anyway, so I can actually find people to play with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are the the segment between friends that have like Xbox and PS4 and PC, it at least for me, shades towards PC. Yeah, same here. So it's not it's not going to be a big deal for me to find somebody to play with. It, for the first time in my life, I find that a lot of my friends don't have the newest consoles. Mm-hmm. Like when Xbox 360 and PS3 came out, there was like this huge rift of like, okay, who's got a 360? Who's got a PS3? I was one of the people that had PS3, so we can only play certain games. Now it's like all of my friends have a working PC, but no one has an Xbox One. None of my friends have an Xbox Xbox One. A couple of my friends have a PS4. Mm-hmm. And like that's it. A good but everyone has PC. A good portion of the people that I want to play GTA 5 with have it on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna go out of my way and buy an Xbox One just to get GTA again that that's been my argument for why i haven't gotten a next gen console yet is like yes there's this game that's out that i want to play that's only on this system but it's also probably coming to pc in like three months so i'm not going to spend another 300 400 to get this one game because you got to buy peripherals and you got to have other games to go with it because you're not buying it for one game exactly it's an investment it is it really is and it's not a it's not a cheap investment and all those things depreciate very quickly (laughs) very quickly so i mean i would get the new we'll talk about that later we'll talk about the new console (laughs) later uh beyond good and evil 2 looks fucking that trailer had me on one Mm. i was like yo like a this is giving me fifth element vibes yeah i fucks with it yeah and b that ship at the end space captain harlock Mm. i was just like yo I I fuck with this purely off the visuals alone. <laughs> I never played the first Beyond Good and Evil. I I don't care what it is, mm-hmm. but that new trailer, I fuck with it. It was a really cool trailer. Yeah, and, buddy. And all the people who did play the original that I know of, they were fucking hype. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Okay. I, know, I will. I also know that like people I don't know personally were basically saying, "Why is there a sequel here?" <laughs> but uh well i guess technically it's a prequel to be fair oh well there you have it yeah yeah okay so i'm i don't know what the original game is about but <laughs> i actually know just about nothing yeah same i tried to watch a speed run of it but it looks boring oh well then. so <laughs> hey you listening at home i like speed runs. suck my dick if you don't like it I, boom I, I don't see any issue with speed runs i well sometimes sometimes they kind of destroy the game a little too much and it's like i have no idea if i can appreciate this game anymore (laughs) (laughs) it's really funny to see people like do something that i toiled over for a very long time i was just like like when watching somebody speed run like bloodborne or any of the dark oh man souls or dark soul series i'm just like how yeah this is this is bullshit. This I want my money back. I want my life back. No, in uh, I watched the Kingdom Hearts speedrun. They killed uh, Sharnabog, like one of the later bosses. They killed him in like 10 seconds. I'm like, yo, this is a hard fight. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Just min-maxing the entire game for one specific fight? Pretty much. I mean, I think, I think it's more value. I think 
speed running is more valuable than than actually playing the game in some instances in some instances because i guess specifically when it comes to jrpgs oh certainly because half i want to say that three quarters of the time in a jrpg for me was spent grinding yeah and without all having to grind in any of that shit i'm fine just watching it yeah like I really like watching speedruns for games that I've already played through. Mm-hmm. It's a little different if I've never even touched the game because then you don't really appreciate how ridiculous their skill and execution is. But if you've loved a game and you're good at it and you can understand what's happening, ugh, ugh, just <laughs> watching it get just bent over and just pounded. <laughs> so satisfying. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Next game we already talked about Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yep. Looks fucking rad. Yep. We talked about Kirby. Yep. Looks cool. Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. HD remake or just a remake as a whole? Yeah, I guess just a remake as a whole because it looks like they're using new models and stuff. Okay. And it looks gorgeous. I want to fuck with that. Yeah. That looks cool as shit. Yeah. That was a game that really deserved like an actual HD remake and yeah i'm happy about that (laughs) (laughs) wolfenstein 2 didn't actually watch anything on that oh my god watch the fucking trailer all right it's really good all right the trailer is really good if it's anything like the first game it'll be a lot of fun it'll be it it looks wacky it looks like a good ass time (laughs) fuck and the humor is on point in the trailer cool so chances are the humor is going to be on point in the game one thing that I saw that I thought I'd be more excited for was the new South Park game. Oh, the yeah, the fractured butthole. Yes, the fractured butthole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw I saw the stage presentation for it, and I was just like, "This humor doesn't really play." I don't know why they have the trailer <laughs> like it is. Why not just show the game more? Hmm. But I'll probably play it. The first the first game, although the trailers were cut in a similar fashion, the comedy played a lot better in the game than it did in any short form video. Gotcha. I was actually very surprised. Yeah. That but, that game was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's good for a few playthroughs. I mean, yeah. The humor gets tired sure. after a, maybe the third time through, but you know, you do what you want when you're popping. Yeah. Destiny 2 looks all right. It's I'll another Destiny. Yeah. Yep. It, just mainly because it's coming to PC. Yeah. If it's a timed exclusive on PS4, I'm not going to fuck with it because I don't care. <laughs> but otherwise, I'll I'll definitely play it when it drops on PC. Cool. And The Last Night. No, I didn't see that one. It's like a fucking cyberpunk game. Oh, yeah. I heard something about this. People were, were we'll, trying to drag the, the creator. We'll get to that. Okay. We will get to that because I'm fucking livid about it. I thought you'd have an opinion on that one. Okay. So, also, the Nintendo shit, the new Rabbids and Mario game, the uh, new yeah. Mario game, Mario yeah. Odyssey. Look, one thing that I can't stand is when people cape for Disney and when people cape for Nintendo, mm-hmm. because they're in my eyes, they're basically they're put on similar pedestals yeah, by people, certainly, and it's really fucking annoying. <laughs> Nintendo has been releasing basically the same shit for the last thirty years, yeah, so there, I'm not going to sit here and say that the games aren't quality, 
but their new IP, are you fucking kidding me? Splatoon? Is that a joke? You play fucking paintball? Okay, congrats. You have an arena shooter. You're charging full fucking price for it. That makes no sense to me. And I understand that there's an audience for the Switch, but look, going by Nintendo's track record, the Wii, then the Wii U, and now the Switch, right? The Switch is looking a lot better than those two previous ones because of the third-party support that's there now. Yeah. But if you were to tell me to buy... If you were to tell me to buy a Nintendo Switch right now, I would laugh in your fucking face. <laughs> because if you if you look at the Wii and the Wii U, it's similar stuff, right? Yeah. In the first couple of years, they have games that release and games that are pretty decent. But ultimately, it's this maybe four or five games. So you're you're paying, I don't know, what was it, like 250 300 Something like that, for yeah. For a console. Yeah. And then you're spitting 60 Four sixty four on each game. Yeah, and then, it, and then a lot of them just aren't really worth it. Exactly, exactly. I'm not going to front on like their staples like Mario or Zelda or whatever, but they're. I mean, it's you're asking a lot of me as a person to give a fuck about a console yeah. where the company is just doing the same shit over and over. But I mean, you know, we're not the market. No, they're they're shooting for children, hopefully. Yeah, yeah and, those, and, and and families, just in general, yeah, not yeah. necessarily just children. But they're just gonna keep doing it because it's just gonna keep making the money. But how how see? This is another problem that I have. There's a, there are plenty of pundits online that say, "Oh, Nintendo's just fine. Nintendo's just fine." No, they were in a f- serious fucking financial boon for a while yeah they were pretty close to being fucked yeah now they released the switch the switch is looking okay yeah it's uh, it's performing at least from what i've read better than the wii u did wii u was kind of an odd thing to have like as a new flagship console yeah because it's you know just a wii hd years too late yeah so yeah it was kind of ill-fated to begin with you see a lot of these pundits online basically saying that, oh, Nintendo won E3, Nintendo won E3. Oh, that's every year. And it's just like, you guys are just caping for them. You guys are stands. It doesn't It doesn't matter what you think. Yeah. The, your opinion literally is less valid than anybody else's simply because you are such a big fan of theirs. Watching the Twitch chat for the live stream of E3 is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah. Because every, like, doesn't matter what's happening. You see, Sony, Sony just won. Sony just won. Microsoft wins this year. Microsoft, no, Nintendo sucks. Like, come on, y'all. It it doesn't matter. No one gives a shit. Oh, yeah. Let's see who won. Let's see which one of these fucking corporations is going to take all of our fucking money. Yeah. Who who are we going to spend our money on, huh? Who's going to trick us into buying their shit games (laughs) that don't work upon release and then we forgive them and it still happens? Let's see how many times that's going to fucking happen. It, it ain't never gonna stop. It's it it fucking kills me. All they're doing is literally these press conferences are literally hour long ads for everything that they're selling, yeah. right? And of course, everybody needs to have an ad at some point to advertise like what you're doing. But the the way that people take these is like it's a sports contest. Yeah, and it's like no, it's not even close to that. 
it's not even close. These people aren't competing for your money. I mean, in ways in they sense. are. It, they, but they're not this is not a competition right you like, know? if if sony releases cool shit and microsoft releases cool shit a lot of people are going to end up buying both so like, exactly it doesn't it, it really doesn't even matter who's yeah. caping for who oh yeah. sony's a piece of shit sony sucks does it matter no Do, no it doesn't matter nintendo wins doesn't matter no you're not going to convince reasonable people to purchase a Switch for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, a re-release <laughs> of a game that they put out last fucking year. Or you're not going to convince somebody who's got a Wii U to buy the Nintendo Switch version of Breath of the Wild because it weren't runs way worse on Switch than it does on Wii U. Yeah, that was a trip. The, it's uh, Their products... They're, they have. A, I'm not going to deny their classics and their first party games. Some of their first party games, but not everything they put out is fucking amazing. No, they don't shit gold every time. They're not the golden goose. They are not. I will say, however, they're probably the most consistent for first party developers. Like Sony puts out some good stuff. Microsoft puts out some good stuff, though they aren't super first party about it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, Nintendo, like. They've got Mario, they've got Metroid, they've got Zelda. All in all, those games are fucking solid. Yeah, they're yeah, I can't can't really front on them as as finished products. I suppose Breath of the Wild was a little bit different. Well but for the most part, yeah. I mean, what let's just say for the sake of numbers, nine out of the ten games that they've released have worked fine. Yeah. And they don't really have that many problems. But, you know, yeah, whatever. Whenever I see a Nintendo release, it's always, to me, same shit, different day. <laughs> it doesn't, it does nothing for me. But that might be because I'm a soulless monster. Yep. You've lost a child at heart. <laughs> That's why I play with yo-yo, so I can find one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, the last game that I want to talk about is A Way Out. That's that prison break game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks cool, except for the fucking stupid ass split screen and always having to be co-op. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? This this looks like a narrative driven game, but you're forced to play with somebody the entire time. See, what's funny is like five, ten years ago, I would have been like mega down with that. Mm-hmm. But I've moved out, so I don't live with my brother anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, nah. No, not worth it. Not worth it. As Chet alluded to earlier, there's a little bit of controversy involved in this year's E3 simply due to some tweets that one of the creators made. Um, The person who developed The Last Night is a guy who made some tweets and they weren't taken so well. Let me let me let me read these tweets. Yeah. You, you may or may not understand as soon as the first two words are uttered. <laughs> the Gamergate people are for journalistic integrity, honest debate, transparency, inclusiveness, and egalitarianism. I'm against feminism because it's more and more skewed. I'm for egalitarianism. I don't care, boy, girl, alien. Now, this statement in itself 
is not a scorching hot take. This is not this is not something that's fucking crazy. No. It it sounds pretty reasonable, right? I mean, yeah, I I would I would say it could be worded better. Like don't you shouldn't say as a as a high profile person you shouldn't say quote I'm against feminism. Ooh, this is the best part, Chet. I purposefully left this out. All right, what you got? The tweet was made in 2014. Yes. <laughs> so almost 3 years ago. Yeah. Some this is actually exactly 3 years ago. Oh. Not uh, no, not exactly. Yeah, Maybe well, about still, a month or so <laughs> off. Just about 3 years. These are 3-year-old tweets, Chet. See, the the thing about this that gets me is that yeah, these weren't like super controversial statements that he's saying. Like, no. it's not like he's saying, you know what? I don't fuck with Asians. I think yeah. them slopes need to get out of our country. <laughs> <laughs> if he's talking that kind of cash shit, like, all right, maybe you shouldn't be presenting on stage in front of an international audience. But like, it just sounds like he's a little bit misguided. Three years ago? Three fucking whole ass years ago, dog. Are you fucking kidding me? I do appreciate that he just like, yeah, I said it. It was a mistake. Sorry. And like, that was pretty much it. Oh, did he apologize? He did, he did apologize. And I, I think he apologized in the right manner. It wasn't, he didn't do so in a kowtowing sort of way, but it also wasn't like a, yeah, sorry, but... Yeah. Kind of thing. Like I, I think he handled it properly. When we get on and popping and people are pushing up my old tweets and somebody wants me to come out and apologize, I'm just going to be like, I said it and what? Yeah. And what? That's fu- That was when I was fucking 20. You, re- you really going to read me over that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like when a lot of people do, like, I would be okay with more people saying exactly that just like yeah i said it i was 20 fuck you (laughs) (laughs) or more people being like yes i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that i've grown as a person i was a different man at the time like one or the other it's when people take this middle ground bullshit of like i shouldn't have said that but you understand where i was coming from and you see how I was right, cause like, <laughs> it's that. Like that's the kind of reaction that, to me, just proves you're an asshole. Fair enough. You either own it or take it back. One or the other. Don't do this I just, half and half bullshit. Like, uh, forcing people to apologize for something as stupid as these tweets. And these, yeah. again, these aren't hot takes. This no. isn't. This isn't something crazy. He didn't say like, "I hate women. Women should be burned alive." <laughs> right. He said, uh, "I don't like feminism. It's become more and more skewed." Yeah, Zoe Queen, that fucking slut. He didn't say any of that <laughs> yeah. shit. Any of that shit. And. Last night, or maybe two nights ago, I think, at this point, uh, somebody had retweeted something that appeared, a short thread that appeared in my timeline. Mm. And I'm going to read that for you. Uh Uh-oh. As developers, collaborators, publishers, we have to vet those we work with. If that sounds too bleak, you're in a position of privilege. We just have to make our entities, companies, and studios have public policies and then hold our collaborators to those policies. We have to. We can no longer afford to say we didn't know or they seem nice. Many people haven't had this luxury in a long time. Welcome to 2017. I would urge those who want to see the world grow and progress to make sure they align themselves only with people who share those dreams. 
So somebody retweeted a thread of this. Mm-hmm. Now, I spoke about this a little bit on a 20 to 20 yesterday or on Monday. And I take tremendous issue with this. Yeah. This statement is saying if you if somebody you don't like or somebody has beliefs that you don't agree with wants to work with you don't allow them to yeah i don't i don't like that at all that's that's totalitarianism absolutely that's that's fucked this is this is one of the only thing only times that i've read something on the internet and been like what the fuck and before prior to because i did get involved in a conversation with the person who tweeted this Mm. i when I saw this, I was just like, okay, well, that seems like a weird statement to make. I had no idea about the prior context. The context was related to this guy's tweets from the last night. And this is that was in direct response to that. That, that is ridiculous. And I, I, I sat there and I said, okay, after I found out about the context, I sat around and I was just like, okay, this guy's not issuing a fucking hot take. Who are you to decide that this person shouldn't be allowed to work with anybody? Yeah. Who are, why would you ostracize somebody from an entire industry for, at best, Taco Bell mild sauce take? <laughs> that, that's what this is. This yeah. is that's, not, that's not, he's not saying anything crazy. I, I feel like this person said that with good intentions like regardless of the context being absolutely ridiculous i feel like the intentions were in the right place of like yo you shouldn't be hiring racists to be hr like okay yeah sure but it's so so easy to just take that and say oh we're gonna vet you all right this is a christian company no muslims yeah 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 like, this, like, that's the exact same mentality that's right there that's that no people are pissed at trump over the system would be perfect like any system would be perfect if it were just computers dictating things and it was a binary response and there were no shades of gray anywhere right this is a situation where this is a very light gray situation is he a developer now yes was he a developer then? Probably not. He probably was just some guy sitting at his fucking crib making games in college. Yeah. And he puts out a tweet and somebody goes through his tweets. Somebody had to go out yeah. of their way to find these you tweets. Know, you know what I bet they did? Search his name in Gamergate? Hell yeah. Probably. That's probably. Some shit, man. And they were just looking for dirt on him. Yeah. This is this is what's fucked up about 2017, about culture now. Are you fucking kidding me? So one of the points that I made in my 20 to 20 yesterday on Monday was that my my mom and my grandmother were like a little bit racist. Happens. Just just a little bit. They weren't like, you know, I absolutely hate these people, but they would they would do the white people thing where if a certain group of people for my grandmother, it was Italians, hmm. specifically young Italian men. OK. And if they would come around, she would tense up a little bit and, you know, tell me to be careful or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, never with any of the women, just just the young dudes because of some shit that happened when she initially moved to New York from Barbados. Would I be comfortable that denying my grandmother an opportunity to work at a company because she doesn't because she's got beef with Italian dudes? Right. When she's like, got an actually pretty valid reason to be a little wary of yeah. Italians. I would say quote unquote maybe. maybe I'm not saying maybe. I'm not like, saying that it's like 
you should write off every Italian man, but like something actually happened with her. Yeah, something, you know? something very serious happened. And this person who initially made this series of tweets about developers and collaborators and shit, I'm, I'm assuming they're a friend of somebody who was targeted in Gamergate. And that's why they have this sort of reaction to it. But even with that said, it's been three years. Whoever was targeted during Gamergate made out like a fucking criminal because they were getting cash moolah on fucking Patreon for a while. Yeah. So it's not it's it's yeah, it's terrible that some people's lives were almost ruined because of this. But opportunities came out of it. A lot of opportunities. A lot of things changed because of this as well. Yeah, a lot so, of uh, a lot of vloggers really started popping right around that time. Yeah, a lot of vloggers, a lot of fucking Zoe Quinn and Brianna Wu, I believe, got to go to the UN and talk. Yeah. So it's just like the positive things came out of this and they're they're on like the the twitter trust and safety council so it's not like it's not like everything that was in this turned out all bad they were able to make it into a good situation now do i agree with how people went after them no no not at all i'm just saying that it wasn't at least they got something out of it Mm -hmm. at least they got something out of it Now, one of the bigger issues that I have here, as I said earlier, is who the fuck are you to decide who is allowed within your industry? Yeah, that that is the fucked up part. That's that's one of the biggest problems I have here. Like, you're not the god of the industry. You're not fucking Ed Boon out here. You don't have a shitload of clout in these streets, (laughs) in these digital streets to be able to say, like, we don't want these type of people in our industry. Yeah, of course, nobody wants racists in their industry. Nobody. Right. I mean, no, like, okay, like, that's fine. But something, again, racism operates on a sliding scale. Sexism operates on a sliding scale. Yeah. Who, this isn't, you can't even glean that this person is sexist from this comment. Yeah. You can't, you can't. It's just so stupid. It, These, it some people are ridiculous. so fucking ridiculous. Another thing that, you have to consider when you say some dumb shit like that. Does that just apply to like everyone that wants to work in the game industry, or does it apply to like the figureheads, the people that are actually going to represent a company? Because I can tell you right now, Blizzard has hundreds of developers and artists and all that, most of whom will never be in front of a camera. Who, yeah, you can look up and like, okay, yes, they're an artist for Blizzard, but their opinion doesn't actually matter. No. It, it's like they don't hold any sway within the company. I can understand if like, okay, the president of, of EA said some hot shit. Okay, yeah, that's an issue. But if one of the junior artists says some stuff, give him a write-up and move on. Like Joe Nobody. Who gives a shit? And look, if it's not said in your office, if it's not said in your workplace, it doesn't fucking matter. Right. And... It, 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 it's a little I think there's a point where it becomes, you know, if all they do online is just talk about how the Jews are taking over and stealing souls. And if, if that's all they do, OK, maybe maybe we can have a conversation about getting that person removed from your company because that doesn't reflect your company values. And, you know, 
it's a lot it's a lot this is a fucking very layered issue this is, it requires a lot of nuance that's i think a part that people seem to miss on both sides you know you got the tumblr girls that are trying to to brigade after everything like what's going on here but then you also have people that are saying free speech fuck up you know it's like no come on it's a company yeah that they have the right to fire whoever they want they really do I mean, the guy didn't get fired or anything, no. luckily. And it's it's a really shitty situation. And I'm glad that I don't work in the games industry because I wouldn't be able to get anywhere at <laughs> all. I would I would be out here popping off. Like, I, sometimes I watch live streams or something of, like, of big, big outlets like IGN or uh, GameSpot or whatever the fuck else is out there. And every once in a while, somebody will come through with, like, a hot political opinion in the middle of this gaming talk show or whatever. And I, w- I would say, like, yo, if I were on this show, I would have fucking just grilled them about that singular idea. <laughs> because if you're not going to, at least in my mind, political views can't go unchallenged. If somebody has a specific political view, you have to challenge them on it especially if it sounds fucky yeah you know what i mean yeah and a lot of that stuff can't be explained away by like oh like i feel like this i feel like that well no this isn't about your feelings especially when it begins to involve other people right because then now their feelings matter too exactly If, if your emotions are in place so are theirs exactly so I don't know. Uh, it's a lot of. It was real whack shit. I got into some argument with some stranger. Oh, I guess boy. it wasn't really an argument so much as it was just me being very condescending to a single person <laughs> online. One of the things that I realized is a really good way to just kind of end somebody caping for somebody else is just by saying like, "Look, whoever you're caping for is not going to fuck you for this." <laughs> You like you, they're not going to have sex with you. You think that they, you and your fucking 300 followers is going to impact them in any way. No, they're not going to fuck you because of this chill. <laughs> Relax, man. It ain't that serious. No, it never is. No, it never is. So here's, here's something. If anybody ever gets online and tries to accost you for, any sort of beliefs just ignore them it's not it's a lose-lose responding to them or not responding to them but you lose less if you don't say anything there's been so many times where i've wanted to just like someone will say some dumb shit like not even like a controversial take just some dumb shit and i just want to ask sometimes like hey you mind clarifying this because this is dumb as hell but then I realized now I'm going to get into a conversation with this dumbass. Nah, we're just going to move on. Yeah. Yep. God damn, dude. Yeah. Also, look, here's the, here's my last spicy take for this. This is specific instance. Even even if this dude say this dude is a little bit sexist or a little bit racist, not overtly, we're not talking about fucking KKK leader here. We're talking about maybe somebody who wasn't around black people a lot as a kid. Mm -hmm. So sometimes he wants to touch people's hair and it's inappropriate (laughs) to do so. Let's say even this person does exist and that those were and those were overt aspects of his personality. If he's good at his job, people will look the other way. 
That's pretty fucking true. There are a lot of people who are huge shitters in every industry. And because they are very good at what they do, people just let them slide. Shout out to Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> he brings in he brings in money. He brings in money. And that's that at least in my experience. That is what matters most. If you if you are good at what you do, nobody could give a fuck what you say. That's as long as you get your work done. Yeah, if you as long as you're making a good product, yeah, that that is that is damn true. I mean, a lot of people have some strong feelings about Hemingway, but we're still reading Old Man in the Sea. Yep, yep. Got to separate the art from the artist. Yeah, you don't think that every time fucking ignition comes on remix to ignition that i'm not screaming the fucking lyrics despite r kelly literally having settled with somebody after pissing on their 14 year old daughter yeah you don't you don't think that comes to my mind that song is too good not to dance to and not to sing the lyrics to so someone got peed on what of it yep separate the art from the artist do you think roman polanski's movies are all fucking terrible you, I think he I don't, I don't remember molested his a kid. He was, oh. he was a child molester and he All fled right. the country for 10 years. Yo. So the statute of limitations was up and then he came back and then immediately got funding for a movie. God damn. Yep. All right. That's that's a bit more fucky. Yep. That's, there are a lot of like pretty prominent figures <laughs> that have some real controversy. Like people talked about Michael Jackson. Nah, this is some real controversy. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are out there doing fucking awful shit to people. But you know what? When Ignition Remix comes on, I'm fucking with it. There you go. Can't be too upset about it. All right. <laughs> so I've got a tech tip. This is a real short one, but make sure the chair at your desk at work is comfortable enough for you. That is important. Spend yeah. a lot of time in that chair. Exactly. You don't want you don't want some fucking piece of shit chair that's gonna fuck you up because you're damaging your body apparently by sitting down. One of the problems with my back, I had a really shitty office chair for a while, and it's just the birds have come home to roost. So I'm I'm, I'm not fucked, but I'm not having a good time. Yeah. But I'm I'm smacked off some hydrocodone. Mm. That shit's legit, and I have some cyclobenz. Uh, yes yep just make sure your chair is okay yeah there you go all right so we're gonna move on to questions from our subreddit reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours is where you can find the questions and comments thread that we go through if you tweet at us with a question there's a good chance that i'll forget it by the time the episode comes up and you can follow the show at x real nerd hours on twitter but in the event that you sent us a question and I said, hey, I'll get to it. Sometimes I forget. It's better if you just post it on the subreddit or call in. Uh, the first question actually comes from our Twitter because I just reminded myself of <laughs> the question that was on Twitter. Fabian M wants to know if we've ever seen Initial D. And if so, what did we think of it? And if not, why not? I never got into it. I'd seen clips, but yeah, just never really got into it. I really didn't like the 3D cars. That definitely took me out of it. Yeah, that was weird. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. (laughs) I watched it a few times. I've never seen the entire series. I read a lot of the manga, but 
never actually watched the anime. But I played a shitload of the game back in the day in the arcades. Had my little RX-7. I was way into cars back in the day. Little, little, little JDM dens. Yeah. Damn. Uh, so first question from our subreddit comes from Trevor Slattery. Denzel, how's the exercise going so far? What kind of stuff are you doing? All right, so the exercising isn't going super well. As as previously noted, I fucked up my back. Well, if you're on the Patreon, you know that I fucked up my back. Uh, $5 or more for the 20 to 20. And I fucked up my back, so I haven't been exercising for the last few days, uh, about five days now. But basically all I'm doing is body weight exercises. I'm doing Hindu squats, push-ups, planks, and like leg scissors. Um, there's one one variation where I've got a metal chair, like a metal folding chair that you would find in like a wrestling show or something. And my legs are up on the chair and I'm on my forearms on the ground. So what I'm doing is I'm lifting up one leg off of the chair, lifting it up, moving it to the left or right, and then down, touching my toe on the floor, and then going in reverse back onto the chair. Sounds like it's good for your glutes. Yeah, it's good for the glutes, good for the abs, it's good for a lot of things except for my back. And Uh, I think that's what fucked me. I, I also do some yoga every, like two or three times a week I try to do yoga. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a good time. Get your flexibility on. Yeah, I'm trying to be able to accomplish half the moves from the Kama Sutra. Ooh. And some of those are bad. And some of them are just variations on the same move. It's not that innovative. It's not super great. A lot of those sex positions are kind of like that, where it's like, oh, there's missionary, where the man's legs are straight and his arms are extended. Well, here's uh, the Mother Teresa where his arms are bent. Now he's closer to her body. And yeah, yep. It's like, okay, okay that's still basically missionary. Like, chill. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what most of, uh, most of the sex positions are like in the Kama Sutra as well as everybody everywhere else. Yeah. All right, Eric Luster says, God damn, there's a live action Cowboy Bebop TV series in the making. How can we stop this? It's too late. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know. I'm excited to see what it'll be like. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be competently made. If it's something that's going on Netflix first, if it's like a Netflix exclusive, it'll probably be really good. The source material is good. I don't think they need to do much to fuck with it. And I hope whoever is directing it, whoever's producing it, realizes that. Because if they try and do a... They could do original stuff with the characters. As long as they stay true to the characters, it'll be fine. Yep. Or if they just stick with what exists. If they just do 13 episodes that are shot for shot, the same 13 episodes, also fine. Yeah, perfectly fine. And here's another thing. I saw somebody post this on Facebook because, unfortunately, I've been cursed to spend more time on Facebook lately. It happens. And I fucking hate it. <laughs> but somebody posted something that one of their friends posted. And essentially, the post was like, just because the show is from Japan doesn't mean that all these characters need to be Asian. Oh, I would actually be a little bit upset if they were all Asian. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because it's it, the crew is pretty diverse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Spike Spiegel, I assume, is supposed to be a German dude. Yeah, he does doesn't strike me as being Japanese. No, not at all. <laughs> the only person that could be Japanese possibly is maybe Ed. Yeah, I could I see Faye being like half. 
yeah, Asian. Some, maybe. Some, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's really hard to place them. But, yeah, if it's a bunch of Asian American actors that might seem a little awkward. Yeah. Yeah, it might be a little bit weird. But I, I can't wait to see people come out on Twitter and start caping for Asian actors that should be in certain roles, even though these people probably aren't actually Asian in the comic or the manga or whatever. Yeah. This is going to be... Spike Spiegel is yeah, not... A, doesn't sound like an Asian name. <laughs> no. Doesn't, doesn't strike me as Asian at all. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm, I hail from the Spiegel clan of the Laos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But, I mean, eh, it should be all right. God. Or he, Samurai Jack, the face ripper, says, Looking for a fighter that I can play on 360. Last one I messed with was Super Street Fighter 4. Not much for online play, so a structured single player would be cool. Any suggestions? Uh, I mean, Street Fighter 4 has some stuff for single player. You know, Marvel 3 is also available. There's a few Mortal Kombat games. I think the older ones actually have more of a storyline, but those games are bad. <laughs> so, like, um, I think... Well, actually, no. Armageddon and them, I think, were... I forget what system they're on, but that game was bad. But it also does actually have a recent, decently deep single player. So do some of the Soul Calibur games. Yeah, single player for fighting games just generally isn't the focus. So whatever is popular is just because it's a well-balanced game or because it has a lot of tournament support. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't have any suggestions. I don't play many fighting games, especially not on the 360. Yeah. Uh, I, I play mostly on PC. And that's not always the best choice. That's no, not, not for fighting games. That's not where the majority of the audience is concentrated. So, whatever. Uh, Secret Norseman wants to know, will there ever be a Half-Life 3? Two, what is the most recent movie you watched and really liked, but have forgotten everything about except the name? <sighs> that is a difficult question to answer. <laughs> it, uh, the... Half-Life 3. Oh, you know what? It's funny because I heard about the structure of how Valve works. Basically, yeah. people can pitch projects that they want to work on. And you can basically build your own team out of your co-workers. And you all can work on whatever you want, basically. Yeah. I, just on the structure of Valve, it's really interesting because they only hire really experienced people, very talented people. They only hire them. Because there are no junior positions, it's basically everyone's a senior developer. And because of that, everyone's on equal footing. So if you want to pitch something, if you want to reprimand someone, it's all everyone's on the same level. Except for Gabe, because he's the owner, but he just kind of exists outside of that plane. Yeah. They have their handbook online. It's really interesting. I kind of recommend reading it if you want to know a little bit more about some of the top dogs in the game industry yeah it's really interesting i'm i'm sure somebody at some point in the last decade tried to pitch a half-life 3 or was actually working on a half-life 3 but i'm sure reasonable most of the reasonable people who work in that 
company were basically like this is never going to live up to anybody's expectations like why would we ever work on this yeah and if you're picking your own work then i would say that that's that's probably the case yeah it's it's hard to like we we all saw duke nukem forever we we know what happened there yeah it's gonna be something similar it either has to there's gonna be too much hype surrounding it. it's a dangerous move to make it really is there's a, I mean, the, there's no upside to it. And <laughs> in a sense, yeah. There's their bottom line or their business model now is a lot different than it used to be. Rather than selling like full $60 games or whatever, they're relying more on microtransactions through Dota or. Oh, shit, they're printing money with Dota. Yeah. Or, or CSGO or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think, if I had to guess, they're not going to ever release a Half Life 3 not not for a while yeah not for a very long while they might do it in an episodic manner like hitman the most recent hitman Mm -hmm. that came out or the telltale series or whatever they could do something like that see if there's any interest and also keep money coming in yeah but that seems like something they would do (laughs) yeah i don't know it doesn't seem likely and as far as like the movie we watched and really liked but have forgotten everything about it except the name Oh, actually, I do have an answer for this. I didn't think I would, but I, I did eventually find the name for it. It's called the Kung Fu Cult Master. I won't get into my synopsis of it, but it's a Jet Li movie that is, it was really ambitious. It was supposed to be this huge blockbuster, but the plot made no sense, even to the Chinese audiences who knew the source material. It just was not a good movie. And uh, yeah, I saw it as a kid and thought it was hilarious just retelling the synopsis of it. But that'll be for another day. All right, fair enough. And no, I don't. I I don't have one. Really liked, but forgotten everything about it except the name. Yeah, that's a really yeah. Uh, that's that's a strange <laughs> request. Yeah. Sorry, Norseman. I have no idea. At the end of the comment, he says you don't have to say the secret part of his nick, but it's too late. It's too late. I've already said it. Yep. Uh, Jay Willie wants to know, what's your opinion on the whole Bill Maher nigger controversy? I've got some feelings about white people, especially white people in the media saying nigger, especially because like in context, if you haven't seen the clip, it made no fucking sense. He did not need to say that. That wasn't even a joke. All. Like, that wasn't a valid joke for what was happening right there. No. It was so stupid. All it did was make everyone in the room uncomfortable. Yep. So, he should, he absolutely should not have said it in the first place. No, not at all. I don't, I, I don't rock with this idea that, like, oh, comedians are infallible. They can say whatever the fuck they oh, want. No, 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 no fuck no. that. First of all, you have to make sure it's funny. Yeah. Like, Bill Maher's been doing it long enough to know whether or not something's going to be funny. He's been in hot water before, too. Yeah. Like, he's, he knows what's controversial. Yeah. He, he probably knew he was going to say it. He knew he was going to get a bump in ratings after saying it. Yeah. And he probably knew he wasn't going to get fired for it. Yeah. I'm not going to say that he should be fired for it because that's stupid but his excuse was oh i was tired and i wasn't thinking so strip him of his late his fucking live segment don't let him go on live anymore if if that's how it's gonna like if that's his excuse i was fucking tired like fuck out of here yeah fuck out of here i liked ice cube's response to it 
And that was basically like, look, we know you're not racist against black people. You've been you've been rocking with us for a bit, but sometimes you get a little too familiar and we got to let you know that's not all right. You know, that's fair. That's fair. I don't I'll, although I don't necessarily agree. Like he could still be a fucking wild racist. He could be like those people in Get Out. Yeah. The Armitage is yeah. It's just like, yeah, I love black people but in a weird racist way. Yeah. <laughs> I love you for your primal physical abilities <laughs> and your long dicks and your long dicks <laughs> yeah he knew what he was doing yeah there's no fucking way in this world that he didn't know what he was doing and i'm sure he knew that he fucked up as well like if if he did not calculate that you know hey let me stir up some controversy if he if that wasn't calculated then you probably knew immediately like Shouldn't have done that. Let's hope so. But it was done, you know? Yeah, what's done is done. What a fucking idiot. He's been he's been doing live shows for fucking decades. He should know better. Yeah, yeah. It, that's my only thing right there. Like, take him off being live. Yeah. Don't even give him a 30-second delay or whatever. Just take him off being live, period. He proved that he can't handle it. Oh, I was tired. Great excuse, Chief. Okay, great. You fucking so, idiot. So you're done. This a, you're done. You're just yeah. done being live. You can do your recorded segments where we can edit out you being extremely racist. <laughs> fucking idiot, dude. Yeah. So stupid. Okay, this one comes from Kokenin. Are there any universally lauded TV shows or anime that you've never been able to finish and feel almost ashamed that you haven't? Everyone is like, hell yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho, but I've never been able to get past the Dark Tournament arc. I've tried watching the show a dozen times, always stopping pretty much right after he beats the Taguros. Sure, I could easily solve this by starting after the arc, but I live my life the way I want. You live how you want, man. Yeah. Do you. Do you. Yeah. For me, Full Metal Alchemist, I've seen episodes, but I've never sat down to watch it start to finish. I'm sure I would enjoy it. I just haven't done it. And that's... Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Everyone assumes I've watched it because I like Shonen. And Is it's... it Brotherhood or the the first I, one either. that came out? I haven't seen either. Oh. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I would say. I mean, I would recommend the shit out of that. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure I would like it. <laughs> I'll get to it eventually. For me, I want to say Steinsgate. Oh yeah, that's another one that I haven't finished. Yeah, can't do that. Uh, what else is there? Breaking Bad. I'm currently watching that. I haven't given up on it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's probably, it's good, probably. And I just can't manage to get all the way through it. I would say because it's hour long episodes, that really hurts it for me. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I don't have an hour to commit. And it's not, it's not the most exciting show most of the time. But then randomly exciting shit will happen. So you don't know when you need to pay attention or not. So it's not a very good background noise kind of show either. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm getting through it very slowly. Fair enough. I would say also for me, The Wire. I've started and stopped it so many fucking times. I've, I've always <laughs> managed to make it up to like 
the second and a half season. Mm-hmm. I can get I can get through that much pretty easily, but sometimes a lot of the time what I'll end up happening is I'll get distracted, start watching something else, and by the time I need to come back to it, I have to start again because there are <laughs> yeah. a bunch of story elements that I've missed out on. Yeah. I feel that. I really fuck with it though. I like the show a lot. I just can't manage to get through it all the way. Isn't that the worst? Dr. Conrad Werner says, first, I'd like to thank you guys for talking about Kids on the Slope. I have had it in my queue forever. Everything is in my queue, though. And hearing you guys talk about it finally pushed me to watch it. I wasn't sure what to expect outside of jazz being involved, but it was not what I was expecting. It was better than what I was expecting, and I binged it in like a day. Question time. Denzel talks a lot about not liking things being explained to him in anime. I can agree with that to some extent, but I do believe exposition in some form and thus context to some degree are important to any story. You can have exposition without getting bogged down by it. And with a visual medium, you can show things rather than tell them, tell or say them outright. One of the first things that caught my attention with Kids on the Slope is how much it shows rather than tells, and I love that. On that note, could Denzel elaborate on what he means by not liking things explained to him? I can understand not liking the battle dialogue. You don't need to tell me what happened after it just happened or while it's happening, or being told a character is feeling a certain way rather than shown it. But I feel like that might not be what Denzel is talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Battle dialogue and them explaining how characters are feeling. I fucking hate both of those things. That's why I can't fuck with JoJo's like that. People are like, yo, JoJo's is fantastic. But every time somebody starts a fucking fight in the show, somebody's like standing off and they're constantly cutting back to save on their fucking budget. So they just have two dudes standing there and only their mouths are moving. There's no motion in the faces or anything. (laughs) And it's just like, oh, JoJo just threw a punch. Oh, the enemy is hurt. Oh. Oh no, he's, he's landed a counterattack. That's, that's the biggest problem that I have. And also them explaining exactly how somebody is feeling, yeah. despite the fact that I know what somebody should be feeling and how they fucking reacted. Now, Chet says that's a cultural thing. Yeah, I think there's a few reasons for this. In the case of JoJo's, I think that's also a holdover from the manga because a lot of the fights were really confusing because they would draw like a million action lines and like you know you have the stands throwing 10 arms at a time but when especially involving humor a lot of times like a, a lot of american or western humor is considered subtle which as an american that sounds kind of strange because europeans will be like Europeans think that American humor is really over the top because we invented slapstick and stuff. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know if we invented it, but you know, you get yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but Japanese humor or Japanese mediums, for one, a lot of it's uh, geared toward kids. So they actually just need it to be explained. But for some more adult stuff, they'll still do that... I don't exactly know why, but I had someone call it four coma syndrome where, 
a four coma comic is a humorous comic where it's four panels. And I'm sure any of our Weeaboo fans know exactly what I'm talking about. But it's it's a joke that's just within four panels. So the first panel is usually the, the setup. Second panel is also a little more setup. Third panel is usually the punchline. And the fourth panel is just sort of the cleanup. But oftentimes that fourth panel doesn't need to exist. They don't, they can, they've already told the joke. You know, you've had your setup, you've had your punchline and the fourth panel often just reinforces the punchline just to make sure that everyone got it. And if you're geared toward kids, yeah, that is important. You know, you don't want to leave your, your readers alienated or confused, but oftentimes these accompany more adult geared things, but they're still told in the same way. Not always, not always, but they just, Hey, why did the chicken cross the road? Oh, to get to the other side. Oh, that's funny because it was so simple. There wasn't actually a joke. It was an anti punchline. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, you can, you can explain the joke, but it loses some of its punch. Yes, indeed. That's it for questions. You can submit questions to us on Reddit at realnerdhours.reddit.com. You can shoot us an email at askrnh at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us, but I prefer you didn't, just so I don't forget about it. (laughs) You can still tweet at us and we might just flame you. I don't know. Uh, It's tough to say at this point, one way or the other voicemails what's up y'all you know something that really pisses me off like IT related is fucking when they have crazy ass password restrictions on like paying your water bill so like every time I fucking pay my water bill I forget the password cause they have this crazy ass restriction like I need to have a special character like like a, a hyphen or a underscore like some shit that you just never use in the password so I fucking forget it every fucking time so I gotta reset my password it's just some old bullshit it's like why is my water bill protected so heavily like would someone gonna break in and, and pay my bill be my fucking guest bitch it's so <laughs> fucking retarded and it pisses me the fuck off and, and just I, I, you want my password have it I don't give a fuck if you look at my water bill it's fucking ridiculous and y'all need to stop being some hoes cause cartoon moms is getting it Dexter's mom, Chi Chi. Does that bitch Balma have a baby? She's getting fucked too. So suck a dick. Cartoon moms is getting fucked too. Peace. <sighs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why some sites have certain restrictions on passwords, but it's better that you have a tough password that is uncommon um, between a bunch of your accounts than a common password that's easy to figure out. Yeah. Length matters more than, you know, having, if you have alternating caps on a five letter password, it's a lot worse than having just your full name as a 22 character password. Like, I mean, granted, that's easy to guess, but, you know, if someone was trying to brute force it, it'll take infinitely longer. With more characters. With more characters. Yeah. 
Uh, and I, my guess is that it's a liability thing as well. Like if somebody gets in and has their information stolen or whatever from from the company, at least they can say like, oh, well, we have these things in, in play. So it, it would be difficult for somebody to just get in here and guess a password. Yeah. But cartoon moms aren't getting it because they're fucking cartoons and you're incapable of fucking them. <laughs> period. So Are those some good looking pixels, baby. Don't encourage that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, Chad Denzel. Uh, you guys are talking about Get Out. Um, and I agree, that movie is amazing. Like, it's perfect, it's brilliant. But there's one huge plot hole that really bothered me in the movie. And that was, apparently the gardener and the maid were supposed to be the grandparents of the family. And it doesn't really make sense that they were acting that way. So that's the only thing that kind of didn't make sense how they were supposed to be the grandparents but they're acting that way uh, but maybe that's just to make it inconspicuous for for the people they're trying to kidnap and shit but I don't know it's kind of weird but yeah let me know what you guys think please you got a point that was I, I noticed the same thing and I pretty much came to the same conclusion where it's like they're only doing this as a charade for Chris and all of the other people that they bring in just so it doesn't raise more suspicion. I don't know, man. That's weird. Yeah, he's got a point. You would think that they would just not have housekeepers or groundskeepers. Yeah. Like, I think that would be less suspicious than actually having. Right. Just send them up north for the weekend. Just yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. They don't have to be there. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a point. No, oh, tells the story. Yeah. Yo, it's Dr. Dirty once again coming from Detroit. That's what these stands for, my boys. <laughs> and here we are again. I don't even remember what that last voicemail was about. That was ultra distorted. I was really drunk at the time. Probably gonna <laughs> be mad props with the 20 to 20 thing. Probably. But, well, since, I, since I'm calling, I got another anime. I heard you guys talk about anime a lot. And there was an anime I used to watch when I was a youth. It was called Desert Punk. And if you watch The Dove, it was some of the funniest shit I ever watched in my life. Now, maybe going back to it, if I were to pick it up and watch it again, maybe I'll find something wrong with it. But I really think it was the shit, and everyone should just watch it once just to see how they feel about it. But knowing you, Denzel, you'll probably be like, it was all right. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. He's got a point. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would say that if I hadn't already seen it Ooh. and think it's shit. Ooh. Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. I don't I don't remember what I think of it. I only watched a couple episodes of it, but I mean granted because I hadn't watched all of it, my presumption is that I didn't like it very much, but you never know. Yeah, never yeah. know. It's funny. I I saw a manga preview for it. It was like one of those Tokyo Pop like samplers. Yep. And I I read a couple of chapters that I didn't even realize it had an anime, but I liked the manga, at least the couple of chapters I read of that. So what's it about? It's that it's like a little it's, thing stuck inside like a suit, right? Or is that is it the super hot woman that's in the suit? Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's it looks vaguely like Naruto. Like the art style was pretty similar to Naruto. Mm -hmm. And I don't really remember much about it beyond there being a hot woman and Naruto. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> it was many years ago. <laughs> All right. Hey Denzel, Chet, how's it going? 
glad you liked, uh, say, Unlimited Blade Works for the most part. Um, you were talking about um, Honey Pop. Honey Pop is my favorite fucking game. <laughs> you guys have to switch that shit, man. I, that would be fucking lit as hell. Guys, drop them six green stacks in that fucking Patreon so these guys can have some time to do some Twitch streams. God, fuck yeah, honey pop. Uh, <sighs> fuck them bitches. Alright. Uh, thanks for the sex, homie. <laughs> Y'all don't know about me and no honey pop. I actually, the first time I played that game, I streamed it. And this was when Twitch had a ban on it because they didn't have the the family friendly, the like the stream friendly version out yet. Oh, they have a stream friendly version now. Yeah, basically they just took out the nudity. Okay. Yeah. Because it's still on their banned list of games. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I streamed it, I did, but I just didn't like say what the game was. And I had random people just like popping in, like telling me how to, how to play better and stuff. But like, yeah, I streamed the game and now I'm quite good at it and i'm really fucking good at honey camp studio like yo i've got a diamond dick popping <laughs> god damn it uh i played i played honey pop yeah i played it it was okay it's just what a match three match four or whatever yeah i, I find the puzzle game aspect to it just kind of fun on its own mm-hmm. like it's not a bad just relaxation kind of game there was a while when my internet was really fucking shitty at my apartment like we just cut out randomly so i went to those games because like all right well i only got 30 minutes to kill and i don't want to pull out a controller so just gonna pull this up i don't need internet for this so yeah, I'd be down to uh, to stream some some more honey pop. We'll get just that hot commentary going. Oh jeez! All right. Well, that's don't involve me with that. I don't play with my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess that's it. You yeah. Got anything else? Uh, that's about it. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this week's edition of Real Nerd Hours. I've been Chet. I've been <laughs> and so. We're doing good over here. We're we're on substances because we're all in pain today. Yeah. Yep. Pain cast. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody, for listening at home. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at xrealnerdhours. You can subscribe to the Reddit at realnerdhours.reddit.com. You can like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash realnerdhours.com podcast you can help support the show on patreon at patreon.com slash real nerd hours um going strong we i posted a bunch of shit i'm still doing the 20 to 20 only got a few more episodes left and then i can be done with it forever uh chet and i will be recording a bonus episode at some point this month as well as another attempt at a power hour oh man yes (laughs) this time it's gonna be an actual hour (laughs) yes i will have actual shot glasses this time oh you can follow me on twitter at that denzel you can follow chet at bushido brown sd excellent you can shoot us an email at askrnh at gmail.com you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 413 savage one savage thank you everybody at home for listening we will see you next thursday y'all have a good night